everyone, Dave and Jeff doing our second podcast of the week, Padres with the Night Off. So Jeff is forced watching the Dodger game. I uh, love it. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I had the funniest shit happen today, and I was just... Yeah. It's just the shit that we do as people, and we don't even think twice about it. My ex-wife is an attorney, and I watched repeatedly as people would just come up and start just talking her ear off with their legal problems, yeah. right? Don't you think doctors go through it too? I was just going to get yeah. to that. So it starts first with lawyers and for a long time, she did family law, dependency law. But they would come in and say, you know, I was hit by a drunk driver. Uh, give me a little bit of feedback here. What should I be doing? And she's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, you're an attorney, right? Well, yeah, but I do family law. Ah, oh, fuck. If, you know what? If you don't want to help me, don't help me. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and uh, I have a friend. I have a friend who's a doctor. And yeah. I was just talking with them about the same shit. Yeah. And it happens all the time where people just walk up. Can you imagine? Just, no. I mean, we probably all have done it. My sister dated a guy forever who was a doctor. Yeah. And I remember, shit, it's bugging me tonight. Yeah. I feel like bugging him. I have, you know, okay, put your arm kind of like as you stretch your arm out to the yeah. left. Okay, right there, like where your your shoulder and everything, it's yeah. all fucked up. Yeah, I told you, I have a, I have a torn um, rotator cuff it's on my, my left, left side. Arm. Yeah, me and too. It's my left I, side too. And anytime I push on it, it feels like somebody hit me with the Mark Grant baseball yeah. in the elbow. <laughs> that's not and good. It's bad, right? You're like, ah, shit, that's bad. Yeah, mine does not hurt in the elbow. It's all in the shoulder. But I'm not shoot from Vision Quest. I haven't been running telephone poles <laughs> up the fucking steps, right? <laughs> So, like, you're just going to go. What are you going to do? You're a guy. You're going to go to urgent care, and they're going to be like, well, what'd you do? You go, shit, I'm not even left-handed. Yeah. I don't know. Tie the shoe, turn the light switch on. Yeah. Tore everything out. But I would have no problem at all bugging him. Of course. Hey, Doug, okay, I can't do that. And when I do it, I feel it in my elbow. What is this? And I'm just like, <laughs> like, like, can we even compare? It's not like we just walk up to our buddies who are car salesmen, like, hey, do me a favor. Why don't you flip me that keys on that Tesla? Let me drive it around for like a week. <laughs> you'll, go into the, you'll go into the restaurant where your buddy works and be like, hey, why don't you hook me up with a fucking patty melt? But we just have no problems. No. Lawyers, doctors. I doubt a dentist. Hey, look at you back here. What is that? Back? <laughs> I mean, I don't think a dentist, but I just... <laughs> It's funny, right? I have uh, I have a brother in law who's a doctor who runs Does a bunch he get of them all the time, dude. He gets it from our family, which I always feel time, bad right? for. I've watched it for thirty years, and I sit there and I feel bad. And now he has two sons who are doctors as well, and they dig it. The kids love. They it. like it. Yeah, they think it's cool that people go to them for advice. But whenever something bothered me, Rita would always say, "Just call John." I don't want to call John, right? Because you know what, John works fucking twenty hours a day when he works, and when he has right. time off, I don't want to bother him. Because you know how we'd be if we were doctors, yeah. Oh, uh, look who it is. Yeah. Here's Dave calling again. Yeah. What's up, Dave? I'm sure you're calling to ask me how I'm doing. No, you're not. You're calling to tell me how you're doing? Great. Oh, <laughs> uh, this hurts. Yeah. It's always going to be some jacked up, pus, oh, yeah. blood infected thing, right? Dude. I don't want to see that. Here's the funny thing. I always tell him he needs to write a book of everything he's seen in the emergency room. Yeah. Because he goes, you would not believe how many times people come in and all of a sudden there's something, something in their ass. 
And he was like, I don't know. I just sat down on the light bulb and the light bulb ended up hole in my ass. You know, like how did that happen? And he says, it's, it's crazy. How many people do weird shit at home? You know why gerbils can't drive? <laughs> oh my God. No, I don't. Cause they can't get out of gear. <laughs> it's always funny. It's, uh, I, I still laugh at the, the the I still laugh at the line. Um, why does Chuck Norris fuck missionary? <laughs> why is that? Because Chuck Norris never fucks up. <laughs> there was there was a great book that came out called Cops. Yeah, and it was these short stories, just like you said, of all these. This guy just went around and interviewed. All these different cops about things they said. And I read this book, shit, 25 years ago. I still remember this story. And again, I don't know if they're all true or if they're whatever. Yeah. But the guy said that when he was a rookie, he got called, him and his partner got called to a disturbing the peace uh, case. So they went and there were all these people circled around in the front yard of a house. Well, they were like, what the hell's going on? Is there a fight? Somebody doing something? And they got there, and it was a German shepherd banging a lady <laughs> on the yard. And this kid said, he goes, my partner looks at me, and he goes, well, go get it, boot. Figure it out. <laughs> And he said, he he's like telling the lady, like, hey, we can't be doing this. Hey, this is inappropriate. And he said every time he took a step, the dog was like, rah, rah. <laughs> and the crowd's booing, little kids, boo. And uh, it was just like, it was just stories like that. They're so funny. Like, God dang it, right? And whatever that show was, if you saw that in The Rookie yeah. or some of these, you go, oh, that's not happening. Dave, it's true, man. Fiction's sometimes it crazier than, than reality, right? That or I hilarious. mean, reality is crazier than fiction is what I meant oh to say. Oh my gosh, that's funny as hell. But I just was dying laughing because... I just think, like, we don't go to the school teachers. I have friends that are teachers. We don't go like, hey, you know what? Why don't you challenge me with the math problem here? No kidding. Linda, <laughs> let me hear what you got. I'm ready. But any doctor, yeah, uh, I got a limp. I can't stop crying. Yeah, but my shoulder's all fucked up. Don't you think guys ask those questions more than women? And, and the Great reason question. I say that is because guys don't like going to the doctor, right? Right. We don't go to the doctor very often, so if you happen to run across one, it's not like you pussed out and went to the doctor. Right. It just happens to be one right in front of your face. Right. Whereas I don't think women do it that way. I never see, honestly, I don't think women do it like the way we we do it all the time. Are, are you one of those guys that's good at going to the doctor? No. Or you just go, no, I'm, I don't need to go. I go once a year. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. And the great thing is, too, I love my doctor. I have a great doctor. Um, super cool. Does the whole thing. You know what I would like to do? that I can't do anymore. And I, I need to get this double check. Our company has the blood mobile. Okay. Shows up like four times a year because I lived in London for as long as I did. 
been a long time since I lived there. I'm on the like the no can't fly list. Yeah, you can't yeah. give blood. Because they, this is honest to God, the truth. They're like, oh, yeah, you may carry. There was like 27 different potential diseases. I'm like, well, wouldn't you think I'd be impacted right now? Yes. Like, I don't know, mad cop. Like, good boy. What a good boy. <laughs> right. I mean, it wasn't that, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I got you. He's like, oh, you could have this or this or this. Yeah, SARS, whatever else I had. Yeah, go boy. <laughs> I don't know, but I got to check. Like, I don't think they'll let you do it the rest of your life. No. Because but, it's funny because that whole mad cow thing happened in such a short period of time, but it happened to be the time you were living in London. Yeah, but you go every year. Like when you go, I remember, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, shit. When my son was born, uh, he needed a blood transfusion. And if I asked you right now, do you know your blood type? Yeah, I do. Do you really? Yeah, A positive. Yeah. I'd, do you I'd, know yours? I'd, I'd like to see documents. On well, that. everyone in our family is A positive. My wife's A positive. The boys were A positive. Yeah, I have zero clue. Do you really? You don't zero know? Zero clue. And I, I've, but every That's year. That's funny you go, as hell that you don't know that. Yeah, every year you go in. Yeah. You, I give blood. And when Jack was born, he needed a blood transfusion. Uh, and. They checked mine. I didn't match. I took it there. Wouldn't you think like at that point when they've given blood, they're like, hey, we need to talk to you. Remember like yeah, ninth and course. tenth grade senior? Yeah. You're kind of a dipshit, but not too bad. Yeah. And then he went, lived in London, dated a black chick, <laughs> got on the trolley and uh, the subway, looked like Braveheart. Yeah. You know why he did all that? Because you're fucked up. Yeah, you're fucked up. You got Spandau Ballet disease. What? I do? Is that bad? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I mean, you would think somewhere they'd tell me. Yeah. You know, they didn't say well, shit. Well, so obviously, Jack has your wife's blood type. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one or the other. Yeah, it's why he's so psycho. <laughs> well, if you asked her, I bet you she would know. Of course. Of course. Bullshit. She probably knows mine, too. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. Goddamn know-it-alls. Yeah. Well, that's funny as shit that you don't know after all these years. No clue. And I gave blood. Like, well, whenever. I'll be back in September. I go every year. Yeah. Let's go every year. And you do it because the one thing why you do it is I go in and have it done every year is because I want to be here for my kids. Yeah. I mean, that's the main thing. And you go, yeah, you just got to go in. You want to know what's going on. Do you shit, go man. get a physical like every year around your birthday? Is yeah. that what you do? Every year. Good for you. And get the blood done and yeah. the whole thing. And they, A lot they, of people don't. Yeah. They tell you everything. You go, ah, yeah. Yeah, I've always. <laughs> but what I do is when they start checking off all the negatives, yeah. you go, well, you know what? That's all on the list of things to do. The first thing I wanted to do was stop smoking and control my drinking. They go, well, that's good. Fucking haven't smoked. Smoked one cigarette when I was 15. You probably didn't finish it. No. No. Uh, it's not true. I went back to visit friends. I got up in the morning, and it just was brutal. I'm like, oh, God damn it. What happened? <laughs> My friends are like, well, Mr. Hollywood. And I apparently drank too much. Yeah. And uh, smoked like seven cigarettes. Is that right? Row. Yeah. Dude, I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. I've never seen you smoke cigarettes. That's no. funny as shit. Seven in a row. That was it. That is so damn. What brand? Oh shit! Marble lights, like everyone else. Minneapolis, probably camels. 
probably have lung cancer. That's why I can't lift my left arm. I have fucking <laughs> nine big tumors in my <laughs> lung. I'm trying to be cool. The bang Lisa Swanson. What? Uh, that didn't happen either. Shock. But yeah. That was it. I just—I was telling my kids. Yeah. When's the last time? I mean, we all look in. You go, okay. You drank. You ever been really, really stoned out of your head? No, dude. I told you, it's never affected me. I've tried. I hate to say it. I have tried. The one thing I did that I think it actually affected me for a little bit, but I didn't mm-hmm. feel anything. We did one show when I did yeah. an edible. Yeah, it was before funny. the show, and I couldn't yeah. do simple math. No, you're done. Yeah, it was like. This you asked me. We started in 1998. Yeah. How long have we been doing the show? Yeah, you were like I, 11 years. Yeah, <laughs> I could not do 20. It was ridiculous. And you're arguing. I was. It I, has not been. Yeah. Like it's 2018. Yeah. We started in 1998. Yeah. That's 16 years. It was the easiest math of all time, and I could not fucking do the math. And I was like, "What the hell is happening?" I you, didn't. But I didn't feel any different. Honestly, you, I, I I've tried it and didn't do shit for me. My mom used to say that. She said she would. Try and smoke weed didn't do anything for it either. I'll but leave. but it, I tell you what, because my, my kids laugh and shit about it, mm-hmm. is I, I told the story I used to break Jake's bongs when he'd buy a bong yeah. or whatever, and I'd break them, and you'd go, that's LeBong James, you asshole. You know how much <laughs> that cost? You'd name all the bongs. And then uh, I, I tried it, and dude, it burnt the shit out of my throat. You right. know, Yeah, and I was like, ah, fuck, I don't feel jack shit. My throat's burning, and we actually try and talk for a living. This isn't a good idea at all. Mark Wolf. Yeah. Former San Diego Gulls star came to my house when I lived in La Costa. He and Denny Purdy, two great dudes. Yeah. And we talked about weed and I had said to them, same thing. I had buddies, one really good buddy, initials TG, who listens to this show. He'll start laughing because, you know, I'm talking to you. Uh, Not Tony Gwynn. Not Tony Gwynn. Okay. But a hell of a baseball player. Um. We worked at a liquor store, and me, TG, yeah, and another kid, we were smoking weed back there. They, because they smoked on a regular basis, it got to them quick. It made no impact on me, so I just drank. We had a great time. <laughs> so, Mark Wolf, I'm telling Mark Wolf and Denny Purdy this story because they're like, ah, well, you know, you smoke weed. I go, nah, it doesn't work. They go, okay, we got you covered. So they come up to my place. In Carlsbad, and they've got this small little pan of pot brownies. Yeah. So we're hanging out, barbecue. And you know there's pot inside the brownies? Yeah. I mean, okay. They, yeah, they didn't try, they didn't try to, date, to sneak it by you. Yeah, they weren't going to date rape me. <laughs> fuck's the matter with you? This time. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys know, because your mom made them or your wife made them or anybody else made them, when they make that aluminum pan of brownies, yeah. there's that corner part that gets like a crust right so we're grilling steaks and we're drinking the whole thing and i break off a thing that's about i don't know it's probably about the size of your index finger and i take a bite of it and wolf goes whoa 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 (laughs) calm down like why bite number two bang fuck he goes dude calm down yeah don't i don't I go, I'm home. Yeah. I've already told you it makes no impact on me (laughs) at all. I was demolished. So the next thing I remember, yeah, and I left this on, I was telling my kids this story the other day because they're friends with Mark. I go, I was, 
done. Smashed. Wolf and I start playing Madden. Yeah. We're on my couch. And I look up, and the score is like 57 to 3. And I looked at him, and I go, am I on offense or defense? I didn't even know what team I was. I was winning. I was beating No way. Him. He's fine. I'm beating him 57 yeah. to 3. And I just always remember him saying, I'm going to beat the shit out of you right now in your own house. And, you know, when you're fucked up, you start laughing oh, yeah. and you can't stop. Struck me so funny. Yeah. The only time, like, edible. Anytime you say yeah. edible, I flash back because it was that Will Ferrell scene in old oh, school. That's Is funny. this bad? It's got a dog hey, in man. your neck. Hey. Hey, man. I it love was, it, dude. Yeah. With the... With uh, Stifler. Yes. How come that dude's not more stuff? That guy's hilarious. Stifler, to me, is the greatest actor ever. Yeah. I love that guy. It's great in everything. It's funny as shit. <laughs> right? Yes. I know. I always say we never have a guest on this show. If I could get that kid in here. Dude, I would too. Uh, we need to book him. Yeah. The, the, you know his name? I got it. Okay, hold on. For some reason, is it Scott William? Oh, you're close. Oh, you're very close, actually. You just reversed. I did, huh? So it's William Scott. What's his first name? Go ahead. Sean. Sean William Scott. Funny as shit. Oh, my God. I can't take that kid. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Oh! He gets all fired up. What I love, and my buddy Denny Homa, and I used to watch it, is he's like, yeah, that's this, this, this tranquilizer. Yeah. In case this little fucker acts up. And he pulls on me. He's like, shut up. Dude, that's funny. When I saw that scene, that's something you would have done. Yeah. That's what made me laugh. As soon as the guy pulls the, the leash kind of deal. <laughs> he tells him, yeah. shut up. Yeah, that's exactly what Jeff would have done. <laughs> Cracks me up every time. So, yeah, leave your doctor friends alone. Yeah, Sean William Scott must be an asshole because he should be There's in no every- way. He should be in everything. Well, they brought him. You know what he was just in when they were doing that Lethal Weapon remake? Remember yeah. Fox was doing that? And the guy who was originally in that with Damon Wayans was kind of a dipshit. And then they put Sean William Scott in it. But I never watched it, so I can't be shocked that the show didn't make it. I'm like, how'd that happen? Well, none of us watched it. Thanks, geekster. <laughs> Trying to keep a guy employed, but you're too busy tweeting away. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> He was in a, a movie with The Rock that was funny as shit, too. Um, God dang it, I can't remember the fuck. The Rundown. It's on. You, you ever see it? Came back, it came out, believe it or not, in 2003. I just looked it up. Was The Rock like a bounty hunter? Yeah, was yeah. Like he was a bounty run? hunter trying to chase him down because he was some rich guy's son. Yeah, he's great. And they're, in, they're in a jungle. Hockey movie called Goon. He's really funny in that, too. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I just found it. He... Um, but yeah, the guy's funny as hell. I don't know why he doesn't do more stuff. Okay, here you go. We'll play the game. How old is he and how much is he worth? Oh, I like this. Sean William Scott came out. I'm going to say those first American Pie movies came out in, I'm going to say 95. Let's put him at. I think it was 99. But let me guess. Let me check. Shit. Yeah, that'll help my numbers a lot. 99, I was right. 99, all right. So let's put him at 24 right there. I'm going to put Sean William Scott at 44. And unfortunately, due to some poor decisions he's made in his life, Dave, he's not actually worth anything. He's 285 grand in the hole. <laughs> he's, he's calling Dan Williams, trying to get things straight. Yeah. He's uh, pretty close, 43. 
All right. 43. So that wins. And it says he's worth $25 million. Oh, man. And there you go. Wow. How about that? There's no way he's doing this show. <laughs> Shit. He doesn't need us. The thing that, that, that kind of cracks me up, you and I say this all the time. It's funny how we become friends with certain people yeah. that you kind of wonder, how the fuck are we friends with that person? Yeah. Nicole Eggert writes to me I love her. all the time. I mean, super nice thing. Not like creepy shit, which I no, wish she would great. do, but she doesn't. But she always just, hey, happy Father's Day. You deserve it. You like that kind of shit. You super funny, nice. I was going to reach out to her the other day because she's getting a lot of shit on social media for Scott Bayo and all yeah. this shit. She, look, I'll just tell you, in my dealings with her, same thing, Dave, where you get messages, just nice things, just quick little notes. Man, she's about as cool as it gets, right? I yeah. don't I don't know what happened or what didn't happen. I just know she's a really cool person. I don't get in the middle of any of that. But it's funny, I was thinking about her the other day and just was going to send her a note and just be like, hey, hang in there, man. Yeah, she's yeah. good people. You know, she posted a, a picture I saw the other day when she was 14, when we you know the whole, when she accuses Scott Bale. Oh, yeah. Dude, it was depressing as shit. Really? There's no 14-year-old girl that should go through something like that. Yeah, and she looks like she's got the whole world in front yeah. of her, right? Yeah. Well, I would just figure, I don't know, but if she's this cool, I sh I can't say that because I have friends that in high school, I don't know that we all liked them. Yeah. And then as time goes by, you go, fuck, those, those are really, really good people. But she's just, in all of our dealings with her, she's been nothing she, but great. She has been great. Here, here's my question to you about high school because- mm -hmm. I hear this more and more from people. When you people ask you about high school, would you say you had a good experience, bad experience, so-so experience? I had a great experience. Yeah. Except for the education part. <laughs> Why you were actually there? Why are you supposed to be there? Yeah. God, there are days where I'm like, I don't know how the fuck I graduated. Like I my kids think it's the funniest shit ever. Through from you know, first through eighth grade. Yeah. Right? All my grades were A's or B's. Attendance-wise, I showed up all the time. and did all that. And then I went to San Diego. And when I got to San Diego, I had buddies that... We didn't have a lot of kids in my neighborhood, but we had buddies when I was in ninth. My best friend was in 10th. Then we had buddies that lived like three doors down that were in 11th. But we got along with everybody. Like, I lived in Cardiff, man. There, there weren't really any... Guys at Cardiff just hung out. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't feel like we were La Costa kids or Del. Well, fuck Del Mar kids. <laughs> so we just hung out. But the thing was that we played sports, played football, and that was the other thing. So we got invited to parties. Yeah. So we're getting invited every Friday and Saturday night. We're going to cake parties. We're going to cake parties, and then my other buddy Doug worked at AMC. The movie theater. Yeah. Well, at nine o'clock, he's like, dude, come in nine o'clock. All the managers are gone. Whatever movie you want to see. Okay. Well, that means you're out till 11 o'clock at night. Well, fuck, I'm not showing up at Jerry Trust biology class. <laughs> 720. What the fuck's he going to tell me? I don't already know. <laughs> so my literally my first report card till the end was consistently filled with D's and C's after being A's and B's. Yeah. Ah, oh, my mom's single mom lost her shit. Really? Lost her shit. Were your brother and sister good students? No. Oh, so you my were her hope. My sister probably was. Okay. I said my you sister were her probably Got was. Got it. And I couldn't have given less of a fuck. Yeah. Every report card. Oh, what is going on? Ah, oh, yeah. No, it'll be fine. Fuck that. 
will be fine. Imagine if your kid said that to you. It'll be fine. Yeah. No, man. I. God, we partied all the time. Stole Ronald McDonald from the San Marcos That's McDonald's. Great. Yeah. I mean, just I had a fucking great time. Except like my report card wouldn't reflect it. Yeah. Ah, it was great. Maybe but, your report card did reflect it. Yeah. You had a great time. Um, but like the thing with Sandy Guido, the counselors were horseshit. None of them were horse. Yeah. They were horseshit. There there were too many teachers that were complete fucking jerk offs. Just complete fucking jerk offs. Where I really got lucky and buddies that went to San Diego probably feel the same way. We had an incredible bunch of coaches. We had an incredible bunch of coaches that a lot of them I'm still friends with today. That's cool. That were a huge impact on me. That actually saw something in me, told me to get my shit together, told me to do certain. And I, I didn't do drugs. None of us ever. Yeah. I've never done cocaine in my life. We never did anything like that. I told you. And smoke weed. We're just fucking around, having a blast. And uh, but I had God, Danny Field, Steve Armstrong, Craig Bell, John Cannon, Ed Wiley, uh, uh, just a handful of guys. Fritz Mielthaler passed away a few years ago. Anybody went to San Diego or Encinitas and knows these dudes. Fuck, man, those dudes were so good to me. I'm incredibly thankful. And what's great, Dave? Yeah. They saw everything that we did with the radio show and steps along the way. I've always complimented those guys. These math teachers and counselors, they didn't do shit. They didn't do shit. They tried to be hard asses, and all they do is keep you from wanting to do anything. But but I had a bunch of coaches up there, coaches and a handful of teachers that were really good dudes that I was really thankful to. The reason I asked. Did you like it? You know, I had, I had an interesting high school experience. I had an interesting part where my ninth grade year, I went to school in Tennessee. Okay. Um, got into a fight with the football coach. Oh, that's good. And so, <laughs> well, it made my life basically miserable after after that. I couldn't even get a fair shot, it seemed like, after that because once you get in a fight with another teacher, other teachers, you know, obviously going to say, hey, this guy's a – a mess, but it was it was ridiculous. So, got in a fight with the football coach. I knew I had to leave. So, my choices of what brought me out to California were either go to an all boys school in Nashville or come out to Los Angeles and live with my grandmother. Oh, so I wasn't going to go to the all boys school. The school is uh, MBA, which is a famous school in Tennessee, Miller, uh, Montgomery Bell Academy, where Kurt Herbstreet's kids go. R. A. Dickey, remember he's been on yeah. the show. He went there a bunch of. Uh, different athletes have come out of there, but I wasn't going to go to an all-boys school. I always think that's ridiculous. Sorry yeah. if you go to Saints, but there's no way in hell I'm spending four years looking at guys. Yeah, the sausage you know? fest. Yeah. <laughs> every that's why you day. went to San Diego, because every girl was helpful. <laughs> all right. So I, I, I come out to, to California, and... Yeah. I was zoned for Beverly Hills High School. I've told this story yeah. to you. My dad and, me and my mom are sitting there signing me up to register me for Beverly Hills High School. And my dad goes to take a piss, and some kid does a line of Coke right in front of him in the bathroom. He comes out of there. Uh. Not going here. The kids here can afford the drugs. So they send me to a, a school that is in a horrible neighborhood, basically going to school in Compton. And it was it was brutal, man. I mean, every single day you're fucking fighting, and you're you're, yeah. you're getting jumped. And it was just like every goddamn day. You just didn't know what was going to happen. So you, it was so weird to live. So you got to think, at night and the weekends, I lived in yeah. Beverly Hills. Yeah. I was just there this past weekend. We actually parked right where, by where I used to live and went over to Factors Deli and had lunch. It was great. 
but it was Monday through Friday school time. It was crazy. I mean, yeah. it was it was go put a, time. Put a helmet on. Yeah, I told you the girl voted my most likely to succeed was murdered before graduation. We didn't have any of that shit. Well, Although, thank God. No, unfortunately, yeah. though, we had a bunch of kids from yeah. my senior class commit suicide. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. I, but overall, I'd say my experience outside of that shit wasn't terrible. I played no. sports. I had yeah. friends. I got along with everybody. It wasn't the people in my school weren't bad. It was the schools we would play in sports made it bad. You understand? I was yeah. only a white guy in the whole league, so I got jumped a lot. It's a lot of uh, you know racism going that way. Anyway, the the one thing I always uh, remember, I had this one teacher. His name is Mr. Cobb. And he's uh, he's not a teacher anymore. He's a musician in Europe or some shit. Actually, on Facebook, I found the guy. I lived in Coronado for the last 20 years. So it's kind of weird. So Mr. Cobb was about 35. So I'm about 17, 18 years old. Yeah. And I was telling Josh the story the other day. We're playing a game in Pasadena, a basketball game. And Mr. Cobb's going to give me a ride home. He lives in Santa oh, Monica. No. I'm in. <laughs> so go that direction. Just calm down. Just relax. Before you go, I've seen this movie. When does Chris Hansen come in? He doesn't. Yeah. Just relax. Have a seat. Yeah. <laughs> Have a seat. So he lives in Santa Monica and Beverly Hills. You take the 10 West. Boom, he pulls off to give me, yeah, or uh, drop me off at home. Yeah. So I said to Mr. Cobb, who's an assistant basketball coach, dude, I am dying of thirst. Can you find a 7-Eleven for, uh, for me to grab something to drink before we drive all the way back to Beverly Hills? Yeah. And so he pulls into a 7-Eleven. He goes, I'll get it. And he gets out of his car. He comes back. Six-pack of beer. No. Yeah. Hands me a six-pack of beer. And he goes, here you go. And I said, dude, I'm not drinking this shit. (laughs) He goes, just drink it. It's all you got. I was like, they're out of Gatorade. You had to buy me a six-pack of beer. You know, come on. So, man, sure enough, man, we're on the freeway. Open container. I'm just pounding, dude. Beers like crazy. I'm not a big drinker, but I'm drinking six beers after I just played a two-hour basketball game. And I'm all fucked up, okay? Don't realize how fucked up I am. Yeah. Totally drops me off. You wake up in the forest. (laughs) You can't stop crying. Can't find my pants. Yeah. And have one shoe on. No. Your whole body smells like Vaseline. (laughs) It's a great story. You've completely changed the story. Oh, really? So he parks. Because you you tell Mr. Cobb, all of a sudden, you're a minute away from your house where you've got water. Oh, I'm so thirsty. Wink, wink. He goes in, buys a six-pack of Natty Light. Next thing you know, you guys are at Griffith Park hanging out with John Waters. Yeah, but I've wrecked this story. Got it. Go ahead. Jeffrey Dahmer's like, how did you fall for this shit? Stupid. He's just sitting there eating a finger. (laughs) Keep talking. So he he pulls over in front of my grandmother's house. I get out. Dude, fall right in the fucking thorn bush. (laughs) 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 Complete disaster. Can't get my ballots for shit. Anyway, that was crazy. The more I look back at it, I'm like, holy shit, that's yeah. nuts. At the time, 17, 18, whatever the fuck I was, I'm going, what the hell? You know, what are you doing? Giving me a six pack of beer. Didn't say a word to my grandmother or anything in the house the next day. This same guy ends up banging my my friend's girlfriend. Okay? Same teacher. <laughs> and then my buddy went Jesus. and confronted him on it. He goes, hey, yeah. Mr. Cobb, are you sleeping with so-and-so? What are you worried about? She's a horrible lay. I couldn't even finish. So I'm like, looking at my buddy, which part are you most mad at? Right. The part that she's fucking your girlfriend or that he said she's a horrible lay? Man. That Mr. Cobb, he's quite a coxman. He was. He was. We had, we had like... Uh, but uh, what, going back Sandy to... Sandy Guido had teachers that got that busted be- for did fucking they really? chicks. Yeah. 
with these guys. So my question is, how many people do you talk to? And I fucking hated it. I remember a lot of people who told me I hated everything about high school. It, there wasn't uh, anything I liked. But yet you remember those four years your entire life. Yeah, my senior year was fucked up because I didn't have my ACL surgery to Friday the 13th, the day before uh, my 18th birthday. Okay. And so... They were doing construction in San Diego. My senior year, I had set it up so I had passed enough classes where I was basically going to have two classes in the morning and then have my afternoons free. It was going to be great. Yeah. And then I go in and have a fucking nine-hour knee surgery that jacks everything up. I had to take a Chinese cooking class in my world-famous woodshop class Yes. in order to graduate. Worked out financially, but... um. No, David, it's one of the things I think about for my kids all the time because I don't know that their mom had the best high school experience, but I did. I did. I had a great time. My kids are jocks. They play sports. Yeah. They want to play sports. They understand that at Helix, it's a good school. They may not be able to, but they want to play. They're active. They know growing up in that district, they're going to know a bunch of kids. Um, they had a great time in the elementary school run, the middle school where they're going is really cool. But yeah, for them, like, I, I don't think my sister had the best time in high school. Same school or different school? Nah, she went to high school back in Minneapolis. Okay. My brother enjoyed it fine, but yeah, I dug it. And I, I just feel like, you know, it's a cool thing on Facebook, right? Where I don't necessarily spend a lot of time on Facebook, but the thing that I like are the Facebook memories that remind you of where you were a year ago today. Yeah, I do too. Two years ago today, especially as a parent. But what I like too, Dave, is that I see people that I haven't connected with in a long time, and they're now parents, and you're watching their kids ride the bike for the first time down the street. You're watching other kids that I grew up with, and their sons and daughters are graduating high school or going to college, man, and it's like, God, it's just it's great stuff. So I I enjoyed it. I had a complete blast. I got out of high school, went to Palomar for two days, said this wasn't for me, and I yeah. moved to London. Moved to London and fucking Katie bar the door. That was an unbelievable experience. How many classes did you sign up for when you're at Palomar? At Palomar, here's yeah. I signed up for everything but the radio program. Really? Isn't that funny? It is weird. And I just uh I had a motorcycle and I was driving from Encinitas on a very shitty motorcycle that was breaking down a lot. And I was just like, ah, fuck it. My dad lived in London. <laughs> and he goes, uh, and my dad and I were just like, I never really knew my dad. That's the other thing. What's been great about my relationship with my sons. My mom was a single mom. I yeah. didn't meet my dad really till I was about 15. And he lived in LA and once or twice a month, I'd go take the train and hang out for 36 hours. But when he said, hey, why don't you come to London? We never lived together. People thought it was going to be a disaster. Fuck, he and I had a great time. We had an absolute great time. Great. Uh, lived right in W2. And, man, it changed everything. I went and traveled. Went to Portugal. Went to Madrid, Barcelona, Paris. Spent six weeks on the train with a buddy of mine, Mike Paoli. And it just, man, David changed everything. I yeah. came back a much better guy. I mean, I was pretty awesome when I left. But I came back a much better guy because you realize you don't know shit. The world doesn't revolve around you. Fuck off. And uh, and it was great. And then I went back a year later and things weren't quite the same, but it's okay. So you've been back at least one time since. Yeah. When I lived there for about four, uh, 
just under, I don't know, about a little over a year. Okay. Came back thinking I was just going to come back for a while. And then I went back and I was back for about two and a half months. And it was just different. The culture had changed and a lot of things had changed. Wasn't quite the same. I was traveling with a friend who didn't get it. So she fucked it up. (laughs) Are you still friends with her? Yeah. You know her. I know exactly. I knew you were going. I knew knew it had to be. That old fucking bag of bones. But uh, she was hot. So she still is. (laughs) So I tell her all the time. She was hot. I'm like, you know, if you weren't so hot, you fucked up London. But you know what the thing is? Did you tell her she fucked up London? She knows she fucked up. Good for you. She knows she fucked up. But um, it's all right. Like if somebody goes, hey, I kind of fucked that up. Yeah. Like, yeah, you did. It's funny. My sister's there right now. Like, in London? Left today. She And I, she said, I'm going to London for two weeks. And I said, when did you decide this? She goes, an hour ago. No way. Yeah. She was all great excited. Great place, man. Yeah. It's a great place. It's funny because when shit's set. All right. I'm going to tell you. We're going to do these ads. Okay. I'm going to tell you my thinking of what I'm. You're going to think I'm out of my mind. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> What I'm going to do when this divorce settles in a couple of weeks and I get this check, Yeah. the first thing I've got figured out what I'm going to do. Oh, that's cool. All right. After after we go through the guys, we'll, uh, yeah. i got to hear the story. All right. I want to mention Brian Curry selling real estate all over San Diego County for the last 20 years. He's one of the president's elite with Caldwell Banker Award. He's a certified negotiation specialist, and he can be your real estate agent because guess what? He's the best in San Diego. I was out uh, around San Diego all day today. I was even in IB, and guess what? A lot of things good are happening. Well, what? People flushing the toilet? You son of a bitch. You're a son of a bitch. Do you remember remember when they used to make that show, John from Cincinnati? Yep. It's beautiful. Yeah. Brand new. uh, I did see those. Brand new places you probably wouldn't mind living. Uh, Let's not get crazy. But I did see it. Taco shops all over the place. It's yep. Good to go. Good time. Again, it doesn't have to be IB. You can go a lot it of other places. Be. But Brian Curry knows San Diego County better than anybody, and he can help you find your next perfect home. Make sure you call Brian Curry at 619-251-1588. Again, 619-251-1588. Man, I was thinking about Brian today. I'm driving through Carlsbad, and I make this same drive, and I'm not going to say where because people know where it is. But it's right on El Camino Real as I leave from Upper Deck up towards the mall. Yeah. But I don't want to say specifically where it is, but it's North Carlsbad on El Camino Real. And the one thing that I go by, Dave, all the time, and I see it, and I've been paying attention to it, is an open house sign. Open house for sale sign. And you look at that, and all of a sudden you go, man, if you're the person living in that house, Everything you want to do next is on hold Yeah. while you're waiting for somebody to show up with their agent on your step to say, this is my perfect house where you're currently living and I want to buy it from you and take it over. But until that happens, you can't do anything. And I cannot think of a more miserable feeling than that. That's why we cannot tell you enough about how great Brian Curry is because 20 years of success where he has been in this market where it feels like everybody sells real estate. Yeah, everybody sells it, but certain people do it at a higher level, and that's Brian. And I'm just, every time I drive by there, I'm like, man, with all due respect to who's ever helping you, yeah, you should have called Brian. You should have called Brian because the next step in your path, you'd be on it, and then the step after that. And if you're the one looking to buy the house, Brian's the guy who's going to say, hey, you know what? property in Carlsbad I've been keeping an eye on and while everything's moving off the market in 10 days 
This thing's been there for a while. Maybe we should go take a look and see how motivated this guy is to get out of it because they're probably ready to move to their manufactured home in Terry, Texas, but they can't do it until we buy their little fucking piece of gold. That's why you got the man. Call Brian. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Also, make sure you per- put that perfect pool in the backyard. Alan Taylor, TaylorMade Pool, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Look, it is very, very expensive to do things around San Diego County. You can't go out and spend hundreds of dollars every single weekend. But if you have that pool in your backyard, guess what? There's always some kind of entertainment. There's something to do to make your life that much more comfortable. Alan Taylor has been building pools for more than 20 years. He's the best in the business and can show you a bunch of different designs that will fit your backyard. Make sure you call Alan. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you at 619-449-4452. Well, I got bad news. Um, Under the impression that June... The month of June may be the last that you hear TaylorMade Pools advertised. What the the hell are you talking about? Well, you clearly weren't paying attention. But if you were watching social media over the weekend, there was an unbelievable picture of Alan Taylor wearing the beautiful Jake's Project t-shirt. Yeah. And he was in Vegas. And because Alan's a closer, he his arm around two Vegas showgirls that I'm sure have lived fun lives. But they said, you know what? This is the life we are dreamed of. <laughs> Amy looked like she was having a great time. Everybody's I go, I, these two look like they're never coming back. Exactly. They're just cashing chips all night, hanging out with showgirls. Those two got a little Vegas in it. It wouldn't shock me if Alan and Amy were headlining at the Lexor. <laughs> Five nights a week, ten shows a week. And then we're going to lose them. And you know what? All you slappies that drug your feet to get a pool, you're going to be like, shit. <laughs> Those two have a hell of a puppet show, but I'm sitting here laying on a backyard full of cactus needles. Well, you better move quick. So right now you call Alan and Amy. Don't mention Vegas because all it's going to do is get them motivated to go over there and start their new life. They'll be doing shows. They'll be hanging out, playing backgammon with Penn and Teller. And all of you guys will not have the opportunity to have the most gorgeous pool in San Diego. The goddamn proof's in the pudding. <laughs> Go to my website, davidcheffshow.com. Okay? Click on sponsors. Look at TaylorMade Pools. Take a look at it. And then I dare you to say I'm wrong. I goddamn dare you. <laughs> Guess what? We saw Brian tonight from Hot Sauces and yes! More. Hot Sauces and More, the letter N, not and, and more. Dot com is the place to go. Brian was great. It was, it was great having yes. him here in the garage talking to him. That's why right now it's a 1020 at night and we're still doing this I'm show. Shot. It's, it's a, it was absolutely a pleasure talking to him and the way things are going. And I tell you what, if you don't have one of those big green eggs, you are missing out. We talked about all the great food. How hungry were you getting? Cause he's sitting there telling you the, about dry tip and brisket and everything else. It's cooked right there on the big green egg. Yeah. And Tuesday night, if you're looking for something to do, come hang out with me. We'll be right here at the Otay Ranch Mall. He said every Tuesday night they get it going at about 5 o'clock. They run it till about 8 o'clock. They have a farmer's market. Farmer's markets to me are awesome, Dave, and I'm not even joking about that. I love them. So family friendly. But when you swing down to the part of the mall where Brian and the guys are from Hot Sauces and more, he said, man, they're cooking things up. Pulled pork sandwich, brisket, all kinds of things. 
And I'll tell you what, just for Dave and Jeff listeners, if you go in and you buy a new barbecue on Tuesday night during the farmer's market, you tell them Dave and Jeff sent you, and you're going to get that pulled pork sandwich for free. Free. Look at that. Only if you buy a barbecue. Yes. Don't go over there with your greasy little hands out and not be ready. Don't get those crocodile arms and embarrass this show. I'm not in the mood. We would go over there. I'm going over Tuesday. Yeah, I heard. I'm going over Tuesday to hang out and check out the whole thing. Shit, Dave, I don't know. I may walk out of there with a new grill. I may walk out of there with a new green egg. There you go. That'd be awesome. That'd be absolutely great. Yeah, I love those guys. Everything they do. And when you hear their story about what they had been doing, what the family had been doing, we're going to tell you a lot more about the family's story, what they started with where they started to where they are now it's one of the great success stories in san diego i'm really proud to know those guys absolutely also we saw dan williams tonight awesome dan was in the garage tonight as well as great seeing dan dan and i were talking a lot about money actually even before you walked in here because so many of the guys that were drafted major league baseball and what they do with these signing bonuses and where it goes and how to stretch your money and make it last look a lot of you didn't get those signing bonuses but right now you're trying to figure out how are you going to make your money last especially living in california can you remain a resident of california how are you going to stretch it out dan is the guy 858-688-6813 could be the best call you ever make 858-688-6813 Brought me an absolute beautiful bottle of wine. Davey brought you one as well right over there. Always nice. And it's funny. I just last night was kind of going through, I think anybody who's a parent, we go through this deal, right? Yeah. Where all of a sudden two things in your trunk become 10 and then 20. Like jackrabbits back there. You go, where is all this stuff? (laughs) And (laughs) as I was getting my trunk organized, dropping stuff off at storage, The one thing I found was Dan's book, which is Borrow Smart, Repay Smart. And I'm telling you, for any of us that are homeowners, whether you're an established homeowner or somebody just getting into it, man, this is such an important book to read because with all the different bills that we face, we were just talking about the other day, man, I got a lawyer bill. I got insurance coming up for the car in the house. Kids need to get braces again credit card bills, all these different things that you need to manage. That's why Dan's book is so incredibly important because you need to make sure the mortgage payment is taken care of. But what it's going to do is it's the cornerstone of the practice because it's going to help you incorporate your mortgage plan into your overall financial plan. Absolutely means so much. The second book, which is for everybody that is in the military, and man, the work that Dan has done establishing relationships with some of the great Navy SEALs that live in this neighborhood cannot be said enough. Absolutely fantastic through his work with the Honor Foundation. But right now you can get How to Purchase a Home with No Down Payment. You can get both of these books absolutely free. All you do, sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff. Couldn't be easier. sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff. Or give them a call, 858-688-6813. What we want to do is get you educated. It starts with building that relationship with Dan. 858-688-6813. Get the books tonight. SanDiegoLending.us slash Dave Jeff. And finally, I want to mention Kyle Fluger, of course, has done a great job at the website. He can fix your business and make it look that much more professional. Draw more business to you. Make more money. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Bobby Creasy, organist 
from the San Diego Padres. Incredibly talented, took our advice. Kyle's setting up his website. That's Dave awesome. Logan, Drew Goodman, sports announcers in Denver, taking our advice. Big fans of the Dave and Jeff podcast. We thank both of those guys. And Kyle's setting up their website. Whether it's a small business or it's just one you want to have for fun or you need to improve your own website, nobody better than Kyle. Absolutely. All right, what are you doing with the money? All right, so I'm getting dough, and I'm going to go to New York City. I'm okay. going to go to New York because it really is. It's my favorite place to go. But I've been lucky enough. I've been to the Garden. Yes. I've been to the Garden. I've seen the Knicks game. I've seen a uh, Ranger game. You've done the same thing. Yes, I have. Incredibly cool. Yep. I have not been to Yankee Stadium, but because of schedule conflicts, I'm not sure that I'll get back there baseball season. Maybe in October. Been to a Devils game. Done that kind of stuff. You know the one thing, Dave, that I've never done in New York is been to Letterman. Saw that. Yeah. I don't really have any interest in going to the fucking Today Show. Okay. Jumping up and down to see Lester Holt. View? I will not be at the View. Kelly and Ryan? I got a lot of options, but it feels like I'm saying no to all of them. But I was watching a show the other day. Can't even remember what it was. And they were talking to Brian Cranston about doing network to play. Yeah. About the whole TV thing. And I'm a huge fan of Brian Cranston. Me too. And I had an opportunity a handful of years ago to go to New York when Leave Schreiber plays Ray Donovan. Yeah was doing talk radio, the Eric Bogosian play, one-man play, and I said, ah, fuck, I know he'll do it in L.A. He never did it in L.A. You missed it. Dave, I think, no shit. That would be the one thing. Now, a friend of mine said, well, wait a minute. Would you rather see Cranston do network or would you go see Jeff Daniels do To Kill a Mockingbird, which is pretty wild, too. And it's just, when I was in London... I talked about it. I had a friend that kind of struggled on that trip, didn't do well. But the one thing she did was we went and saw a play on, on the West End. I had no shit about live theater. Okay. But if I could go see Brian Cranston do that, I don't know, maybe Jeff Daniels. But if I could do that, yeah, sports are going to happen. Restaurants, drinks, the whole thing. But it's the one thing I've never really done in New York City. I think I'd go see Cranston. What are you looking at per ticket? It's a good question. But I think it's one of those deals... Where you got to pay to play, right? Would you do the $350 ticket? I bet you can get in cheaper if you wait. Uh, you know, they've got those stands in Times Square's, the TIXS. Yeah. But I don't want to get there and have them go, hey, Brian Cranston's off tonight, so Gilbert Gottfried will be playing. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, Josh Groban will. What? Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Carson Daly will be yeah. sitting in tonight. Fuck. <laughs> How much should I pay for this shit? <laughs> Martin Short. Oh, my gosh. That sucked. Yeah. All those guys. That's funny. Dan so. Cortez will be playing. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, so, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know what I'd go to. But it not a lot. I'm not going to see Cats. Yeah. No, you can't see Cats. Not doing that shit or West Side Story. Yeah. I'm not going crazy. Okay. And then turn into Burl Stiff <laughs> from the fucking UT overnight. Would you go see Cranston? Do yes, that? 100% I would. I'm a big Brian Cranston fan. Absolutely. I'm one of those, I believe, go ahead and you pay for life experiences if you get an opportunity. I took my mom, and this has got to be a long time ago. Yeah. Took my mom up to L.A. to see Brian Dennehy. Yeah, uh, I remember in, you telling me. In Death of a Salesman. Yeah. And I did it for her. That's the craziest shit. 
Like, I'm always fascinated by those guys. I'm fascinated by live performers because I can't remember anything. Yeah. If you ask me right now, what's Dan Williams' website? I can tell you it's San Diego Landing slash Dave Jeff. You go, okay, well, tell me the number again. You just read it six yeah, times. It's funny to say that. I'd go, oh, sure, absolutely. I can tell you right now that it's 858-688-6813. I cannot memorize shit. Yeah. So I have a huge appreciation for those guys. There's no way. We saw bands last week. I couldn't memorize the lyrics for a whole song. We go, oh, well, I sing along with the radio. Okay. Turn the radio off and then see how good, you do. Yeah, good luck. American Pie. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> right? Yeah. I couldn't remember any of that shit. But if I, I think if I had that chance and I could go see Cranston do that, yep. I, I may go do that. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, Not I bad. Have a little cash. Good for you. Yeah. I mean, right? Do you have any sports places left on your bucket list? Wrigley Field. I'll be there August 6th. That's, are, they gonna, are they actually going to be there? They'll be there, and I've, got, and I've got tickets to see him play the Oakland A's. Is Theo hooking you up? That's very funny. I will call Theo when I'm yeah. back. I will not ask Theo for okay. tickets. But this would be good. You've never been to Wrigley. No. I'm going. Never to been all. to Chicago. Fuck. Yeah. Great place. It's the, one, it's the one place left for me. Great place. And I'm going with my stepson, which That's would be cool. awesome. Awesome. Who, uh, she never listens to this. I, I think his mom, he called me immediately on Father's Day, which That's was awesome. great. And I'm not sure that, I think he called her on Mother's Day at like seven. So, yeah, sent me the nicest text message about all this different shit. I showed yeah. it to her. Hey, look how cool this is, right? Like, you just look at it. And we're watching the NBA draft tonight, and I thought the NBA did such an incredible job, Dave, about making the moment for these kids that were drafted. Exactly. About the kids and their parents. But uh, I'm really, really stoked, man. I'm really stoked that my first experience at Wrigley will be with him, his roommate, Ginger, my buddy, Tony, from uh, Upper Deck, and his girlfriend, just great people. It's no better way to go. We'll see the A's and we'll be there, like I said, on Monday night. But if you're me, uh, my son was going to get me tickets kind of down the first baseline yes. or behind third base. I said, let's go sit in the fucking bleachers, right? Yeah. That's where you got to be. I would guess. That's what it seems cool to me to be there. We watch so many Cubs games and like all the fun stuff's in the bleachers. That's where I want to go, yeah, right? That's cool. All right. I'm going to go hang out there. That's cool. Me Dude. and those guys and my date, Marilou Henner. <laughs> Dude, Mary Lou Henner, man, is still on the list. Nothing wrong, yeah, right? Absolutely. Nothing wrong That's with that, Alley Cat. That's a great call right there. I got to tell you, you and I, we happen to have the Dodger game on tonight. Yeah. And the Dodgers had a gigantic lead. All right. Yeah. And the Giants are coming back, and Kenley Jansen sucks and can't throw a strike and is missing his spots like crazy. And there was just a, a, a huge play that Boach says, told the guy, put the phone, headphones on. Yeah. We're challenging that bullshit. I'm watching as you're talking. Yeah. The guy on the Giants looked 100% safe. I watched it 20 times. Yeah. Somehow, after watching the tape, they they called the guy out. And Bochy, you know, hat off. Yeah. Oh, hell, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the oh. look on his face is like, and I'm me too. I'm watching the same thing he's watching. How in the hell do you call the guy out? But it's one of those where you look at poor Boach and you're like, yeah. he's thinking, I got to get the fuck out of this game. What gotta, are we doing? Well, he's got to get the fuck away from this team. Yeah, this team. I don't know them, man. I, I'm not 100%. I've not asked him. There sure seems to be Barry Bloom and some other people continue to write like it's a foregone conclusion that Andy Green will be fired. I'm not, I don't think so. 
uh, unless this team goes completely in the tank. Yeah. I don't know that Andy Green gets fired, but even if Andy Green does get fired, I'm not a, I'm not 100% sure that Boach wants to walk right back in and walk into this situation down here. While uh, I mean he looks at it, look, you have to think if you're Boach with everything going on, I think he would want to go into a situation where a world championship is I don't want to say imminent, but really really close. And I think for this franchise, you feel really good about Renfro and Tatis and Machado and Hosmer. Gore. Yeah, but but Dave, Gore, Paddock, Lucchese, or any, Morion, any of these guys, you're still feeling like that's two, three years before yeah, they're really all clicking. And I don't know that Boach wants to sign up today and say, wait a minute, I'm in year one of a five-year plan. I just, I don't think that's it. I will tell you, that will, if the Giants come back and win, what I will do tonight is text Boach yeah. and write him capital Y-U, ruin Dave's night. <laughs> you know, the way things are going, there's a good chance of that. I will say this, though, about Boach if he came back to San Diego, because I do believe the Padres will win one in the next five years. Yeah, I just okay, don't think so, he wants to sign up for year one no, of I, that. I understand. Here's the deal. If he were to come back here, and we all know he's going to the Hall of Fame anyway. Yeah. The San Francisco Giants had never won a World Series until Bochy got there, which is insane right. when you think about it, they've been there since 1958. Right. Okay. If he were to come here and win the first World Championship with the Padres, too, that's amazing. You know, he loves it here. Yeah. But I don't, I, I don't know, man. I think he looks at that, what he did with Flan, what he did with all the guys there, and I really think he, he's got money, Dave. Yeah. He's got money. There's grandkids now involved, the whole deal. On a personal level, I would love it. I just would say I would keep your expectations manageable for that. If if Andy failed uh, next year yeah, and you came back to Boach, you circled back to Boach for the 2021 season, maybe, maybe. I'm just not sure after everything of late that Boach immediately jumps right back in for 2020. Could be wrong, but are you, are you, Fowler would pay him. I know Fowler and, and Siler oh, yeah. would pay him. But I also, I think it's really, really, I think it's douchey to talk about a job that Andy yeah. still has. You know, la last thing before we get out of here, speaking mm -hmm. of the Padres, you know, we know Kirby Yates is going to get traded. And he could go down I and have He's getting traded. Probably is. Yeah. Right? I mean, come on. Brad Hand. Well, we were freaking about Brad Hand a year right. ago. I mean, they just they, they find in. closers and closers. Here's the deal with Yates. And right now, he's on pace to have the greatest Didn't year say. of a reliever of all time. He's 32 years old. Okay. Yeah. Whoever takes Yates, because half the teams are going to want him. Mm -hmm. Whoever takes him, you make him take Myers, right? Don't you yeah. say, here's the deal. We're going to decide we're going to trade him to the Atlanta Braves, whoever the fuck it is. Yeah. But you got to take fucking Will Myers. Yeah. Because this $22 million, it's not so much the money. It's just he's a fucking cancer. Right now, he leads all of Major League Baseball in strikeouts. He's not getting any better. He hurts the team every time he's in the goddamn lineup. Everybody's done with Will Myers, correct? I would say, Dave, the question is, is how much does that impact what I'm getting in return? Because if I go to the Atlanta Braves and I'm getting a guy in return, that I feel like can be Logan Allen or that I feel like can be Mejia. I mean, I don't think we're going to get another Tatis ever again, but you understand yeah, what I'm saying. I got you. 
where you go, okay, I'm getting an impact guy. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden you push and you say, you know what? We have to get Will Myers out of there. And the takeaway no longer becomes one of those players, instead becomes Eric Lauer. Yeah. It's a big it's a, it's a big difference. So I, I think what AJ and his staff would look at is say, well, hang on. What is the t- trade proposal straight up for Kirby Yates? Yep. And what's this trade using your idea? What's the proposal for Yates and Myers? And how big of a drop-off is it? If you go, well, I'm not getting Gore, but I'm getting Lucchese, maybe you make it. But if you go, well, <clears throat> I'm not getting uh, Gore, but I'm getting Brian Mitchell, and I've unloaded Will Myers' contract, and I don't know that that's the one you want. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I just think it's the Padres are hurting big time in center field. And again, we know they aren't making a run this year as of right now. I mean, you're but, what, 11 and a half back? Well, going it, into tonight. well, I think you got to look at the wild card. No, that's I mean, what I'm yeah. saying. But I mean, you're in fourth yeah. place. Yeah. So you, you'd have to leapfrog two teams in your own division. Yeah. Without even looking at the other divisions in the National League. And yeah. But I would also say, Dave, the only thing with, with making a deal for Yates or anything like that is how many teams are going to be willing to give up a guy that's, I, I would think, no further down than double A. You're not going to go any further down than double A, right? You're not going to, you're not going to go be stealing another 17 year old kid again. No, you aren't. You aren't going to get that. But you might get. My, my guess is, if you're talking about the best closer in baseball and the team's trying to win the World Series, you should be able to get somebody's one, two, or three in their minor league system. Yeah, or you, or you get lucky and you find a, you find a team that has a guy. And I'm, I'm trying to think though, position wise, I mean center field. Yeah. I, I don't know really. I mean, is center field where you're looking? Because I feel like on the corners, you're doing pretty good. I like that infield once Urias gets up. So you look and you go, all right, well, you're going to get an arm or maybe a center fielder. Uh, you're going to have to find a, a guy that's just stuck, right? Just stuck in the system that can't come back and is buried behind a all-star type player. I mean, I don't know. But what do you do with Naylor? Like, there's a bunch of these That's guys. funny you say that. Yeah, what do you do with Naylor? It's a great call. And people love him. I mean, people that, that watch him play all the time yeah. love, love him. Kid's a stud. Yeah. So, Franchi's coming back. Jankowski's coming back. I just don't know, man. I, I don't know what you're going to be able to move. All I know is that team sweeping the Brewers like they did was huge. I loved the Logan Allen story. The Logan Allen John Cena story was so cool. It was a great story. And to see him come out, perform the way he did. I love the Manny Machado move that they saw too. Like we, we laugh about it at my job because I, I love watching the guy. You can write all your fucking stupid tweets. I'm telling you, I love watching the guy play and the shit that he did the other day. Let me for it. Go ahead. You know why don't you fucking not even don't the best you player on the left side of the infield. And you know it. When Logan Allen gets the hit and they throw the ball into the dugout. Yeah. And Machado catches it. And he's already ready to go because he's got the dummy baseball in his hand. And he catches it and he does the quick change and he whips the dummy baseball into the crowd. It's the funniest shit to me all the time. And you can see him put the actual hit into his pocket. Yes. I shit like that is my favorite thing about baseball. Where you just, it's the dumbest, it's the hidden ball trick, 
But they do it when you see the kids in the bullpen going out wearing the pink backpack. Yeah. But fucking when they throw it, Dave, it didn't go to Hosmer. It didn't go to Fran Mill. It didn't go to anybody. The ball it went to was Manny. Manny's the guy sitting there and fucking plays it off and the whole team goes crazy. I think those dudes, man, I think Manny, I think Tatis have really, Fran Mill have done an amazing job of building a team camaraderie like we haven't seen on this team in a long, long time. That is a tight fucking group. Strom is in the middle of that shit. I love that dude. He's yeah. always, I love Strom. He's always acting up there. And listen, you dumb fucks. What do you? <laughs> listen. Okay. Who's the dumb fucks now? There's any bonehead that believes for a second that Strom was not trash talking Bill Welke. Yeah. When he said that he was, didn't he say he was cheering for Matone? Yeah. Come on, Phil. There's no, stop it. Like, I love that he had that. Uh, hey, I was trying to tell Will Myers, hey, you got this in center field. And everybody in this town took that story yeah. and ran with it. Oh, my God. You know, you got these goddamn umpires. Oh, I didn't realize you can't encourage a guy from the bench. Machado's losing his shit. Yes. You fucking suck. You suck. You've been fucking me all night. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. That's all of a sudden when uh, Strom decided he's going to fire up Phil Maton. Hey, here we go, Phil. Bullshit. He told Wilkie, you can fucking blow a circus dwarf. And we're all like, God damn it. Look at the nerve on this guy. Oh, I didn't know you can't encourage every fucking AC took the bait. Posner took the bait. Everybody. Yeah. Nobody at all goes, hang on. Yes. Like, Strom, we know you got thrown. And we appreciate the creativity of the story. Bullshit. Yeah, that's You're hilarious. a hothead. We love you because you're a hothead. One of the funniest things I saw on YouTube this week was why Manny's a douche was <laughs> the title of the thing. And it shows everything Manny's ever done. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit. And it's funny, Vaskirchen was on with Costa this week and Judd, and he was fucking great. If you're a Manny fan, you hated everything he said. But Dude, he was he was outstanding. Well, the, how's that outstanding if we you, all hate everything he said? Because it's not easy to go on in the home team's radio farm or basically and tell everyone – Hey, look, the guy's a cocksucker. Nobody well, wants not. to hear it, but I'll tell you. Oh, he is. When you watch this video on why Manny's a douche, you're going to go to the guy. The guy's a piece of shit. He was paving his way out to San Diego. Do you, a, do you remember the whole uh, Derek Norris thing? The, where he, the back swing and he whacks Derek Norris with the bat? Well, Derek Norris and, has his own issues. And then when he throws he throws the bat at third base at Josh Donaldson, and then Josh Donaldson Good. goes to tag him, and he throws his helmet at Josh Donaldson. Good. How about when he took out Dustin Pedroia's career and ended his career? Yeah, I don't think that's that's a little dramatic. It's 100% true. They show it. It's 100% true. Dustin Pedroia has not played since basically Manny Machado took him out. I'm telling he, you. But dude, he god dang fucking threw a karate kid right into oh, his knee. Oh, isn't that how Ty Cobb played? Yeah, Ty Cobb's not playing anymore. Isn't that how you guys? He's guy, dead. Oh, what's great is when Davey Lopes fucking does it. You want how about to throw Chase a Utley? Chase Utley. Chase Utley. I'm yeah. telling you, Pedroia was on his way to the Hall of Fame, and I hate the Red Sox, but it was bullshit. Bush League. You're bullshit. Fucking Bush. You're fucking Bush. I need a week away from you. I need a week away from you and your stupid shit. You're a dumb shit. (laughs) You took that back. I won't. I refuse to come back on this microphone if you take that back. You like the WWE guys? Yeah. I'm going to leave town for a week unless uh, you're nice to me. Fuck you. (laughs) Fine. You go ahead and play that game. 
I just did. All right, I'm gone. Good. Dave's out of here for a fucking week. All right? You old sack of shit that I know is going to cry. Boo-hoo. Don't blame me. Don't blame me. Blame your boy. Where the fuck are you going? I'm going to Arizona where the weather's so cool and nice. What do you do down there? It's a hot. It's, it's fucking does. It, actually, I'm coaching baseball, USA Championships. So I'm right. looking forward to that part. Actually, I'm going to go see your guy. I'm going to see the Padres first round pick. Oh, damn. I talked to JoJo. He said, you got to meet this guy. He's unbelievable. He's seven for his first nine. Really? He, he's outstanding. He can fly, right? He said he can fly. You've never seen anything like it. So he's down there now. Uh, I guess Gore had a great game tonight yeah. at Elsinore. How quickly do we see that kid, C.J. Abrams, at Elsinore? 18 Boy, months? I hope soon because I just, year, looked, I just looked up your boy, Buddy Reed. Yeah. Who we talked about like crazy. He's horseshit. What happened to Buddy Reed? I don't know. What happened? Guy's hitting like 220. He has like Shit. 10 stolen bases. I mean, it's like it's not even a guy anybody even talks about anymore. But he's 24 think, years old. Yeah, I think, though, Dave, within baseball, yeah. expectations have always been. Uh, Let me look this up. I don't want to throw it crazy. He's hitting 228 right now. 228. How many home runs? Eight. Eight home runs, 10 stolen bases, 63 strikeouts in 63 games. Yeah, I, I think. I shit. I'll give credit words too. John Conniff and the guys, Dave J, Kev yeah. Charity, those guys at Matt Fryers always said it was a relatively low ceiling for yeah. Buddy Reed. It happens. We'll see what happens. But fuck, man, there's more guys coming behind him. But I don't think uh, I, you can't you can't hype that up like anybody was looking at Buddy Reed to be Hunter Renfro. He was he was a guy in the system, and I and I know other people that say when the Padres drafted Reed, yeah. That calls were made to people within the organization going, wow, why'd you take that guy? I loved watching him at Elsinore. Got off to a quick start this year at AA, but yeah. Okay, here's here's my, my question for you. Um, it, when does the next list as far as rankings for minor league systems no go? Because I think it was Woods had someone on the other day. I think it was Conniff he had on. And no, I, Kev Charity. Kevin Charity, I'm sorry. Yeah. Kevin Charity on. I apologize for that. And and I asked him. I texted him. Dude, ask him where the Padres minor league system ranks now yeah. that so many guys have come up. I'm curious to know what's left. Fucking, of course, he doesn't listen to a goddamn thing I ask. He, he'll answer every question I ask within five seconds, but not that one. I was just hoping he would uh, get a run. I'm curious to know what's left as far as compared to other minor league systems throughout baseball, how strong the Padres is. It's funny. I, I wonder if they do one at the break, and John will send a message okay. out. John will hear it and send it out. I don't know because it's such a – it's such a fluid situation, right? Yeah. I mean, you have to A year ago at, at this time, a lot of those guys are now up. So right? I'm just curious to know. And uh, Chris Paddock back on Saturday. Yeah. Pitching against the Pirates Saturday night. So all of that. How about people yeah. panic? Like yeah, it, it's a it, rest. Yeah. Came a big national thing. Goes there. Can pitch. Back in. I mean, shit, Dave. When you watch what Lucchese did the other night. When you watch what Logan Allen did. Yeah. You get an off day today. So big for a bullpen that desperately needed it, right? No, oh, 100%. Couldn't agree more. Again, my feeling always is with this Padre team, when Gore's the ace and he's like the all-star level, that's yeah. when the Padres will win that World Series. But I, it really does crack me up. The two things that make me laugh is how Padres' Twitter just rattled the Milwaukee people. The yeah. best one was the one that Woods retweeted where one of the Padre Twitter people, the one I saw, had a picture of Laverne and Shirley when they're working in the at the yeah. beer factory. Yeah. And they both had the L. <laughs> they both had the L. Now, I go, shit. It's so goddamn creative. Yeah. Like, I loved it. 
But they've rattled that. But the other thing that I think I find very, very funny is just the hatred in baseball towards Machado because I don't see it here, man. I see it from all of us that, A, never thought this team would get him, to watch him play, to watch him with Tatis, the whole thing that he's done. Uh, yeah, everybody else may have a problem with him, but I'm fucking really, really stoked he's here, and I know I'm not the only one. Love having him here. My kids love having him here. They're watching every who's night. Their, who's their favorite player? Uh, Machado. More and than Tatis? No, they love Tatis too, yeah. but but Machado I'm right saying, now. How can you not love Tatis? Oh, oh wow. shit, man. Right? Yep. But Renfro, it's that thing, Dave. They They've become relevant. They really have become relevant. They love Logan Allen after the John Cena story. They thought that was cool. But, yeah, I, I mean, they're watching all of it. But they're watching games every night. Yeah. And, and it's different because they're at an age now where that team kind of gets in your blood. It's exactly why I took them to opening day because I felt like this would be the year that things would start to change. They get really pissed when the team loses, which they didn't do for the last two years. They're really stoked when they win. They're really stoked when they can go to the game and they know the lineup, right? They're paying attention to everybody, and that team's relevant. But when you have a legit superstar in Machado and a very, very quickly becoming superstar in Tatis on the left side from the chop and all the other shit that they're doing, man, for this fan base, it's great. Anybody else doesn't like it, like you, you can get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. Take your shit down to Arizona. Go hang out at Circle K. Get yourself a fucking slush puppy and tell somebody your fucking boring story. That fucking tweet I retweeted today when you said Tatis was going to be done after his broken thumb. I go, yeah, this aged well. And did you see what I responded to you? (laughs) Imagine what kind of home run numbers he would have put up. (laughs) Fuck off. You fuck yourself. Jesus. What could have been the Fernando Tatis Jr. story? As my, friend, book. as my friend Iron Sheik says, and this goes for you and anybody else who needs to hear it, go fuck yourself <laughs> and have a good day. <laughs> good night. It's not.
my life. 